0: Hashtag SFM Talking Point.
1: All right, we continue the conversation on the talking point. We're looking at understanding the voter portal and also the candidate nomination process. James Abhani is the Electoral Operations Manager at the IEC. James, good morning to you.
0: Good morning, Cathy, and thanks very much for the opportunity.
1: It's a pleasure to have you on the show this morning. Firstly, um, last night, of course, confirmation. The 29th of May is D-Day in South Africa. Uh, one of our listener listeners, Muzi, says it's the political derby. I guess uh, you know, we can decide you can we can change who we believe uh, you know, are the opponents in yeah. that derby. But nonetheless, it's going to be uh, the day that we all have the opportunity to go out and vote. Now that the date is Out what is happening with the in the IEC?
0: Well, Kathy, the gear has shifted obviously upwards, so we are in higher gear. So, what's happening with us now? We looked at today that the calendar for this year had ten milestones, four of which have been achieved. The first one was the voter registration weekend abroad. Secondly, prisoner voter registration. Thirdly, voter registration weekend, and the election date announcement, which has happened last night. So. What we're doing now is the last push, online voter registration, which is the portal uh, which you you want us to talk about today.
1: Let's talk about um, that portal. I think when we assess how it has been run, uh, probably over the last three election cycles, one can actually track, James, um, the improvement on the online services offering of the IEC.
0: Absolutely, Kathy. we are very excited with this offering because the people are really taking advantage of it. So as we speak now, since the last registration weekend, we are seeing the numbers growing. And for the first time, the people uh, that are registering on the international segment, they only had an opportunity to go to the missions, same as the people that are registering for this election. Obviously, the online started in uh, 2021 for the 2021 elections but they we've seen a very huge uptake as we speak now since the registration weekend the numbers are growing up and we expect people now that the date has been announced to rush to online and get themselves registered before the proclamation
1: is there a specified time period james between the the date of the announcement, which was yesterday, and the date of yeah. the pro- proclamation. So when are you expecting that that date, that that proclamation will officially take place?
0: Traditionally, Kathy, it has always been a couple of days after the announcement. So it could be any time in the next couple of days. So we cannot really tell because mm-hmm. we are not responsible for the actual proclamation itself. But for South Africans out there, this is actually a very big reminder that if you are not on the invitation list for this big celebration you're going to be left behind so the sooner you go update your details or register as a new voter the the better because otherwise once the election gets proclaimed the voters role for this election gets closed and therefore you can continue registering online in one of the platforms that are available but your name is not going to be on the voters roll for this election.
1: All right. So so let's then um navigate our way through this um voter voter portal. It's it's on the elections uh website, electoral commission website or is it um the app Wh- which one is easier for people to use?
0: It's actually what we call a progressive web app. Mm. It's a PWA for short. So it is actually a uh, web-based application. Uh, you can access it on your mobile phone, and then it will, your mobile phone will ask you if you want to create a shortcut. Then you have a shortcut, and if you want to get to it quickly, you will be able to get it. The advantage with this modality is that you do not have to have a big data to download the entire app. You only okay. have a link to be able to access it. So it is actually yes, on our website, and uh, it has its own address, if I may call it, we call it a URL, Uniform Resource Locator. But if you go to our website, there's a very visible link that says click here to register online, and it actually opens a new page. That new page is what we call a progressive web app, and therefore it can also be accessed on a mobile device. You,
1: you know, um, James, as, as we're speaking, right, I, I remember recently um, some of the people in my circle were were showing me messages on on WhatsApp groups that they are on, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And these are WhatsApp groups, whether it's in an estate or WhatsApp groups in a particular mm-hmm. area. And basically, the, the those local communities are on the group, mm-hmm. and they are asking. You know, you've got certain councillors, <laughs> without mm-hmm. mentioning which parties they belong to. But you've got certain counselors on the group that are asking everybody. They ask, have you registered to vote? Um, Mm. Do you need help registering to vote? If you feel it's too complicated, we are willing to come out to you and Mm. physically help you with the process of registering you to vote. Because we all need to show up and vote. Um, Come voting day. And it's really that level of dedication, right, that to to be able to follow through, because if if everybody that was on a WhatsApp group was checking with the people that are on the group, have you registered to vote for those who aren't registered? Why haven't you registered? Can we help you register? Um, sure. So that at least, you know, that part of the process is done. I think we'd be very far in increasing yeah. the chances of people who can then actually turn up and vote on voting day.
0: Absolutely. Kathy, you, you you do not know how innovative we are as South Africans. This application, we call it um, the register online facility. It has got other avenues in which political parties are getting involved. So... We have made possible, accessible to all political parties, what we call APIs, Application Program Interface. So make it possible for the parties to include in their applications or their their, their websites an ability to check if you are registered because that facility is available to everyone. But then, as you say, they're able to see that people are not registered. But obviously, because of security concerns, they will have to help you using your own device and the otp will have to come to you but you're right they are actually very dedicated this time around and we see their involvement in this drive has Mm. given us a lot of output especially on the young voters katie which has been a a bone of contention Uh, but the numbers are telling us that the young ones in this election have really come out but we are not satisfied as yet we still want them to be on the voters or all of them, especially the young ones uh, that have just finished metric. And uh, well, I think those that will be 18 on the 29th will definitely be able to vote. So you can register at at 16, but once you're 18 on the 29th, you'll definitely be able to vote. Mm.
1: All right. So, so James, what I want us to do is that I I want us to give people the opportunity to log into this URL um, just to check their registration um status so what is that uh website ad- address link
0: so you just go to ele- www.elections.org.za and once you're on the website i'm actually doing it as we speak
1: okay www.elections.org.za okay. yes. so, all right
0: correct now, once you land on that website, uh, it has a big question, how can we help you today? First, it says regist- register to vote now, and you can also register to vote abroad. That's the second option. The next option, which is what you're talking about now, is check my registration status. Mm. If you click on that link, you will be able to enter your ID, prove that you're not a robot, and then we will be able to share with you your registration status. And you can certainly update it. And we do also have a website, uh, sorry, a SMS line mm. 32810. Yes, you just uh, submit an ID number. And again, we give you details of your voter's registration.
1: All right. M- my technical d- director, Patrick, is actually checking um, yeah. his his registration now. He's putting in his details on the portal. We're going yeah. to see how it goes with him. Um, and and yeah. w- we'll navigate our way through the website. My difficulty, James, is that this also, it looks like it's something that is more geared towards smartphones and not everybody in this country has a smartphone. For those that aren't able to see the app in its format, what must they do?
0: Well, the people that can't will be able to, um, we made it possible that the those that have uh, access to a smartphone, they'll be able to assist those that don't have access to a smartphone. But what is also crucial for us is to note the but fact James, that. But uh, James, who,
1: who are those yes. that have access to smartphones that will help those that don't have access?
0: Well, the little ones do have in the family, but I wanted no, to say, Kathy, James, it's not
1: I. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, James. Not,
0: that, that's not the only. That's not the only op- opportunity, Kathy. Uh. We still open eight to five at IEC offices, and people can certainly be able to get themselves registered at our IEC offices. We also opened the voting stations nationally twice, last year and early this year. So I think we've given people a lot of opportunity to be able to register.
1: Yes, but 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 I'm talking about the online registrations now. So if I don't have a smartphone, you know, if I've got maybe just a you know, those DDDs, you know.
0: Exactly. They've got different uh, nicknames. Yes, (laughs) I,
1: I, 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 I can't register on one of those.
0: Unfortunately not, because remember, Mm. uh, it's about security and those phones don't have a very sophisticated layers of security. So, um, well, they're not smartphones. So uh, it's a channel that's available, that's been available for quite some time. But certainly, as I say, we do have a contact center. Colleagues can dial in there. And certainly, our offices, by the way, are nationwide. In each and every local municipality, there's an office. And on the same website, now, if you go to the fourth option, There's something called voting station finder you click on that is a web-based mapping facility you enter your address and it also tells you in addition to the voting station where your address falls that also gives you the nearest iec office so you walk Mm -hmm. in there our colleagues are gladly waiting to assist because they know that the election date has been announced and everybody's panicking so online yes those that have smartphones but the local iec office you don't have a smartphone you'll get assistance if you're still not sure, 800 8000 is our contact center. The agents are waiting to serve the nation.
1: All right. So, James, we're on the voter portal. Yeah. We're checking uh, Patrick's registration. Patrick is my technical director. And yes. um, we've now moved on. His He's confirmed his um, elig- eligibility. Right, right. He's put yeah. in his identity. We're now on the... A page of the address, and it's got a message there. Due to the high number of applications, we're currently experiencing yeah. a delay in the processing. Please don't yeah. reapply but wait for your SMS, either confirming yeah. registration or advising that your ID scan could not be recognized. What is happening on that page?
0: Well, we're seeing a lot of search, as I indicated, people have now had the uh, date being announced. And you know how people, you know, it's natural. Once you go on to the news and as we, you and I speak now, I suspect a lot of people are trying and therefore our servers might not be able to handle the capacity now. But the bottom line, Kathy, is that this service is available 24 hours a day, anytime, anywhere. So if there's a technical glitch now, you can try later and certainly you'll be able to go through. Last night, as I was preparing for a presentation here, yeah, you wouldn't believe that my laptop just frozen. It's nothing to do with the IEC. It's, it's about connectivity. So when we deal with the internet, is a world wide web. There's a lot of things that are connected in that world wide web. But for now, I can tell you, it could be that we are talking about this and people, a lot of them are tying and not maybe on your platform, but other platforms as well. And we are also advertising on our social media. So we exp- we, we do expect, you know, spikes but But they shouldn't turn people down but but is is
1: is is the is the is the voter portal not designed in such a way as to accommodate for high volumes surely high volumes should be expected they should be anticipated
0: no they they are it is Mm. actually expected to deal with high volumes but remember there's a difference between high volume and a sudden spike so in any system when you have a sudden spike you do not want to disturb the entire system, so you need to be able to communicate, as we currently do, that this is what's happening, and, you know, maybe try, you know, a bit later. Let me give another example. You and I are talking, and you might open the lines for people to dial in. So if a lot of people are calling at the same time, the fourth, no, not the fourth, let's say a caller number 400 will not be able to get in, you know, because there's a sudden spike. If there is a... a, a what I call a breaking news story and everybody wants to call you, they might not be able to, even if you have got the biggest capacity in the uh, in your environment. But I mean, this I imagine right. you've got a million callers so all they, right. all, they all won't be able to get through
1: james by the yeah. time you're done with this yes. example we're going to be beyond the billions right all right yes. L- yeah. let me let me ask yeah. you to, to to stay on the line james apane yes. is the electoral operations manager at the IEC. it's 10 30 time for the latest news headlines
0: the talking point with kathy mosasana weekdays 9 a.m till midday
1: all right. We continue the conversation on the talking point for our citizens' corner today. We're understanding the voter portal and candidate nomination process. So, James, just a, a few things on on the voter on the voter portal that, that have Voters. come yes. through, um, mm. and and it's just questions from some of our listeners. I want to go to them yes. quickly. Okay, Bantu. My, my my here says mm. can the iec deal with the website for registration it takes many attempts before really taking uploads of id and passports for us living abroad people end up giving yeah. up because it's too much effort not everyone has the patience unfortunately um and i must say james i had the same experience um i used the, the voter portal to to make sure that my registration was updated. But I had to take quite mm. a number of, of pictures uh, to upload Correct. my ID.
0: Mm. Look, Kathy, um we have, you know, seen a uh, search. I indicated it's not really an excuse as such. It's just a matter of having experienced the technicalities. You know what we did? The system is just too clever, I think in this case because it's trying to read and verify ids on the fly and you can imagine the amount of you know processing that needs to happen and if thousands and thousands or hundreds of thousands of people are doing all of these things at the same time we're going to have you know a bit of a challenge what we have done by the way um last night um which it's about to go live now because we know people are going to hit this facility we have decided not to rely a lot on artificial intelligence and the immediate processing. We're not checking it out, but we want to collect applications. And we have since lined up hundreds of agents that will be able to manually process these applications. In, in, in other ways, we're going to complement the processing capability of our machines with the human beings to be able to deal with those uh, applications that have been collected. So we are confident that we have lined up all the resources to make sure that South Africans are not disappointed and we have since uh you know picked up that there is a bit of you know disappointment in some instances and you know i think we can also take note that when things are going well which is normal south africans are expecting things to always go right and one or two cases wherein things did not go right are the ones going to make headlines or be the ones that are talked about and we accept it and hence we have done some interventions We are currently, uh, in addition to processing online immediately, we are also collecting uh, the applications so that we can process them at the back end and provide South Africans with an outcome as soon as possible.
1: All right. Uh, One of our other listeners, um, Lawrence in the Northern Cape, says, Kathy, um, do I need to register again since I've moved to a different province?
0: Absolutely. You have to. In this election, right, compared to the previous elections, you can't just vote anyway. You need to vote where you are registered. Otherwise, if you now know that on the 29th, you will be in a different province than where you are ordinarily resident, you are going to have to, once the election is proclaimed, we're going to have a timetable and we'll tell you when to do that. You're going to notify the CEO of where you will be on that voting day, and then we'll be able to allow you to vote in that area. But in this case. If you have moved, you better go and update your details now.
1: I've got another similar question. Um, One of our listeners says on the 29th of May, I will be in my birth province. So how do I get help? Because right now I'm in the Eastern Cape on the 4th of February. I went to ask if it's possible to register and the IEC Mm -hmm. officials told me that I should wait until the president announces the exact date of the vote.
0: Yes, uh, that IEC official was providing the correct advice. Now that the date has been announced, all of us now know where we will be, or most of us. Let me rather put it this way: in this case, uh, the voter will have to change the details of his or registration to a location where he or she will be on voting day, so that she can be able to participate in this election. If not, she's going to be told your name appears in a different segment of the voters role and therefore you need to be able to vote in that segment of the voters role. So it is quite important that people are able to update their registration details now that the election date has been announced.
1: Brian Mabaye from Protead Lens says, Kathy, I'm worried about our previous data um, that we last voted a long time ago being kept on the IEC website. Why are they not deleting it Um, And because on on the, why they why, why they're not deleting it on their serve on their server because they should be keeping the current information.
0: Well, safety, uh, some years back we, uh, you know, had a redacted segment of the vurus role published on the website, but what um, happens in a website, as I said earlier, is the World Wide Web for ease of access by. You know members of the public and those that are using the internet the internet is actually uh caching pages so we did delete it on our site but unfortunately it may be hanging the, there and we would like uh, the caller or the voter our customer to give us the details and certainly we'll make sure that uh, those that that, that where they are not there at all but it's part of a you know a, a worldwide issue what's so a worldwide web issue And we can certainly deal with it based on a specific detail.
1: Let's talk about the the registration of people that are outside of the country. So who qualifies to vote outside of the country?
0: Well, each and everyone who has uh, a South African ID, uh, either a green barcoded ID, a temporary identification certificate or a smart card, qualifies to register overseas with a passport. When it comes to voting, you will also be able to cast your vote overseas. So you just need to register yourself against that international segment of the vote of law. Additionally, you currently now know that you are on the domestic segment, and on the 29th, you will be overseas. And you do not want to take your name away from the domestic segment into the overseas uh, registration segment. All you will need to do. Again, once the proclamation is done, we will have a timetable and we'll tell you when to notify us where we will be on voting day overseas and then we'll make it possible for you to vote. It's called a vec process.
1: For those people that vote overseas, where do they vote and how are their votes handled?
0: The people vote at those, what I call international voting stations. That's where people are registered. That's where we compile the voters' role. It's similar to the voting stations that we have in the country here, just that those ones are outside of the borders of South Africa. So the voting is going to be exactly the same as what happens here. But because remember, they are not in the country, they're only going to get a national ballot. And those ballots will be shipped back to us and they'll be counted together with. The ballots in the domestic segment, and there is no separation in terms of um, which votes are for international and so forth. So when they come in, they are going to be counted and then be mixed together with the rest of all the the votes, so that the determination can be made who has won how many seats.
1: All right. So 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 there's no online, um, so there's no electronic voting that takes place for those South Africans that are expats.
0: Not yet, Kathy. We hope that will happen, uh, you know, in our lifetime. But uh, currently, unfortunately, they also have to va- vote in person, like all of us, as we do here at home.
1: And and the the integrity of of those of those votes and that process. Because, of course, when you when you have um, voting taking place locally, you've got party agents, you've got, um, you know, different representatives that are overseeing the process. What happens when that takes place um, abroad?
0: That uh, opportunity also exists. You know, voting that happens abroad is the same as what happens here. We make those opportunities available and there are party agents in those voting stations or they are invited to be Part of the process and either observers can also be accredited to be able to observe that process. Additionally, the procedure for voting abroad is similar to here. Once the voting stations has closed and has counted, uh, sorry, the counts are done here. Uh, Forgive me for that. So what we'll do, we'll be able to um, declare results for each of those international voting stations, the same way we do with the uh, local domestic voting stations. In other ways, we are going to uh, fill in result slips we are going to show what the outcome is for each of those voting stations and everyone is welcome to take a picture and as we said before, collate his or own own results in parallel, which is something that is uh, discouraged in other countries so in here we allow you to do that but ours follows a very strict process that includes you know uh, uh, internet uh, sorry auditing processes and we do scan results before the results are made public we make sure that what is captured in the system is exactly as what has been written on the result slip so the integrity of the process is of a high standard
1: Kaz in Durban says my sister in Australia has registered but can't vote as it's an expensive trip across the country uh, to the voting station what happened to postal votes Uh,
0: look uh, for each and every election we go back to the drawing board and look at the rules. And this is where legislative amendments or review comes into place. So we hope that one day, yes, through legislative amendments, people can have another alternative means of voting. We do realize that uh, it's not that easy uh, when you are overseas and have to go across towns to go and cast your vote. But certainly, you know, um, what should happen, which is now an opportunity, those that are going to Parliament, uh, is their job to make it easy for people to have alternative means of voting in the near future.
1: Another important question here is around truck drivers, and we received a call um, in the last couple mm. of weeks as well, uh, concerned about truck drivers and their voting because... Often, you know, they're on the road. Sometimes they don't even know where they will be on voting day. And that also affects their opportunity to vote. What can they do?
0: They can, as soon as the VEC10 is open, they are going to apply uh, in terms of where, sort of not VEC10, we call it Section 24A. VEC10, by the way, is the international notification. If you are going to be overseas, your details are on the domestic segment and you're going to be overseas you're going to notify us via a back ten process so the local truck driver is going to fill in a notification it's also a notification but it's a section 24a notification now that the date is announced we are called upon the people who are planning these trips together with the truck drivers to allow them to plan accordingly because you know as i said before the important thing was the date from which all of us can plan our lives so they will definitely have an opportunity by filling in a section 24 a notification the important thing by the way kathy is that as long as they are registered you know sometimes people wake up in the last minute and want to do a section 24a but they've never been registered so if you have never registered a section 24a which is a notification to a mystical of where you will be on voting day it will not be possible so the sooner we get our names on the voters' roll before proclamation, the better. Then we've got opportunities in terms of what can happen uh, in terms of us being able to participate in this election. Uh,
1: somebody else here, M. from Neisner, wants to know um, do you have to register every time it's voting season, or uh, are you registered automatically?
0: Well, you're not registered automatically. You need to register either in person, at the voting station, at the IEC, or online. So it's not automatic. It's not like in other countries where it's actually mandatory. In South Africa, it's voluntary. It's up to you to get yourself registered. But it's in your best interest to actually get registered because you participate in a democracy. Now, once you are registered, the only condition that requires you to re-register is in case you have changed your address then you may have to re-register so um, i mean what i'm saying the reason i'm saying that is if you change your address from one street to the next you may find that you are still in the same voting districts in the same province and therefore there's no need for you to re-register but we encourage people to re-register in case in the future the boundaries change that's another condition wherein you may want to make sure that your details is up to date and by the way the boundaries change for a reason to accommodate voters remember voting has to be as quick as possible so if people over time register in big numbers at a voting station we see the numbers are too big we know that come voting day we're going to have long queues and we don't want people to be sitting on queues up until late at night so for the next election we review that voting district and we may subdivide it so if it was a thousand or two thousand people who are going to make it a 50% cut, 1,000 this side and 1,000 that side, or vice versa, in in another scenario, it would be 500 this side, 500 that side, so that we can have people voting as quickly as possible. So, yes, those conditions, in, uh, in case you have moved yourself, or the boundaries have changed to accommodate quicker voting times.
1: All right, I'm going to take some calls that are coming through uh, for you, James. Katlaro in Tembisa, thank you for the update. Katlaro says, good morning, says Kathy. Thanks to you and your visitor there. I have registered to vote online. It is successful and I'm waiting for my application to be processed. Um, Thank you for that update, Katlaro. I'm glad that you've had a seamless process. Please, I know all of you... Leave the debate on who you're going to vote for. Just leave it aside for now. Pick up the uh-huh. phone, go onto to the IEC website, elections.org, register to vote, check your registration status, and make sure that it's good to go. Everything else we will debate for the next three months. Tandis, are you in Matlosana? Good morning.
2: Morning, Taffy. How are you?
1: I'm well, thank you.
2: Yes, I'm James. Good, Taffy.
0: Good morning. Uh,
2: you see, I you see, they said uh, uh, this issue of people who are appearing in a voting station A, and the person stay in that order, and they say this person is not voting in that area, uh, 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 voting station A, he must go to maybe another station, station B, you see, how comes you stay in the in in what thirty four, and then you appear in what thirty six? You must go and vote in what thirty six. And I'm not happy with James' uh, 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 response to you about this issue of people who are using two because I don't know what security is talking about because we have four people who get three fifty. They can't even buy data or whatever. And he, he wants to register because he's disabled and others, they don't have money to, to, to put data. Why I see they don't use other methods? Because they close around 5 o'clock. When young people are going to their voting station, why don't they extend time? At least they say by 7 o'clock we are closing. Not 5 o'clock, it's too early.
1: Thank you. All right, all right, Tandi sir. Uh, th- thanks for calling in with those concerns, James.
0: Uh, yes, let me start with the last one there. In terms of the opening times, uh, this is our standard times, Kathy, and we take cue from uh, our administration and the commission in terms of you know changes in you know operating times. So I cannot be able to com- commit to anything at this stage. All I can say is we have made it possible. Remember, now when you do self registration it's uh, security. We also want to balance the fact that somebody cannot say, but my details have been changed. I don't know why they were changed. If we make it possible uh, for people just to do it on behalf of others without controls, we do understand that people with ttt and they will not be able to do it on that phone because it is not that it doesn't have security. But what we also did, which I didn't mention here, Kathy, is we always look at areas with low registration activity. And we have something called TCR, targeted communication and registration. So we have people going door to door, you know, registering people in those areas that we've identified. And members of the public are welcome to be active citizens and approach our local offices and say, guys, we do have a need in this area. There's a lot of old people who aren't able to get to the voting station. Our teams will gladly dispatch field workers to go into those areas. So once again, you go to the VS Finder, put in your address, and you'll be able to know which is your uh, local uh, IEC office, and then you can make arrangements with them.
1: All right, James, I've got quite a number of questions for you. I'm going to cue some of them from the WhatsApp uh, voice note line. So I'll play the voice note and you can respond directly after
2: good morning kefi and your visitor Uh, i I need to find out from your visitor uh, people who are not bona fide citizens of south africa but they are natural uh, south africans with south african id can they also uh, go and register
0: are they eligible to uh, register and are they also eligible to uh, vote and also can you please ask him what are the things that we should look for uh, to check if at all a person he is a naturalized person or a bona fide citizen of south africa i know on the id the last three digits of the id there is a way that they tell can
2: you please just ask him to tell us thank you libiza from bloomfontein
0: okay can i go yes Katie? james Thank you very much, Kitty, and thanks very much for the questions. Um, Unfortunately, yes, no, those people, according to the law, currently we get guided by the law. They are not allowed to participate in an election. And in terms of which digits to check, I do not have that with me. I also know which ones they are, but I'm not a home affairs specialist. So I can advise the uh, caller to check on the website. It's easy, and it will tell you what is the difference between a South African ID versus a person who has been naturalized. But the bottom line is currently the law does not allow them to participate in this election.
3: Uh, Good morning. Good morning, everyone on the SAF. My name is Kiven Makuvela. I I was asking that if we register online, uh, everything is protected. There's no schema. There's no hackers. uh, Because uh, there's too many people are looking for the ID number to make. uh, So So I'm asking uh, that is it safe? hundred percent because uh, most of us as a driver we are willing to uh, register via online online will be uh, helpful a lot thank you safm uh,
0: thanks for the question kathy um, i like this question because we're trying to balance the act now of security and you know uh, easy access so The reason we do have an OTP, we take registration seriously. A person's transaction, we take it as seriously as where a person is transacting with his or her own money. So that's why we're very strict. Even the delays that people are experiencing, we want to make sure we are not dealing with a TOTI or a hacker or a scammer, as the caller suggests. So definitely our systems are more than 100%. We have layers and layers of security, including the one-time PIN that you receive, to make sure that we are transacting with a real human being.
4: Hi Kathy. so I am registered to vote. My porn free isn't, she's not interested. Most of her friends isn't interested. My neighbors aren't interested, they moan and groan because they say nothing will change. All political parties are the same. They all make promises, nobody delivers on what they say they're going to do. And for democracy, it takes a long time. I understand that it takes a long time to filter through down to the, to the bottom. We have perfect policies, but the implementation is the problem. We don't have the money to implement and to provide for those who are on, living on the margins. But this, that our personal information is being shared to, with political parties, I didn't tick that box and according to the Poppy Act, I don't want to bomba- be bombarded by political parties about nothing, really. It is very frustrating when you get these calls from certain parties or SMSs. Thank you.
0: A uh, quick one, Chethi. Uh, let's start with the Poppy Act. Uh, we also get those, by the way, as members of the IEC, and they are, well, they can be annoying. But I must say there is an option to opt out. There is a legislation that deals with those. And that information is not necessarily from the IEC. Uh, the companies, not just political parties, are able to go get a database of potential customers and try to market directly. And there is rules in that aspect wherein a person can do register and do not contact me. In terms of the bond-free um, that is not interested and the neighbors that are not interested, it is sad because we as the IEC, are making it possible for people to voice their uh, 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 unhappiness if people do feel that they're unhappy. How do we do it? We make it possible for you to register and participate in election. So if you don't want to, you're actually excluding yourself into in, in a process of democracy. You might not like the pace of things that are changing, but if you stand on the side when we as the IEC give give you an opportunity to do so, it's actually sad. you know. So we Call upon everyone to participate in an election. We don't care who you vote for and 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 what. Uh, look, we know that people have got issues and people who always have issues. But what we're calling upon people to do is to do the right thing, which is to register and later on vote in this election.
3: Hey, K T, this guy might have showed their vote, they have called, they might have. I mean, this all goes with uh, competency, uh, not uh, no other explanation. I mean, there's Twitter. How many people are using Twitter? Like, there's Facebook. There's all these things. There's employee um, uh, 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 management systems. There's a lot of things. There's online voting for um, what you call this the thing in South Africa, uh, where you um, the voice, whatever it is. I mean, I don't know what is his excuse. There's a lot of... It is the fact that they would have hired someone who doesn't know how to design the website and doesn't have proper controls for that website. There's all, a cycle process for... There's a whole process for system development. Uh, it's a system development cycle that should be followed. It ensures that all those bugs are picked up and are addressed and all of that. He just needs to go and Google that and you will find out it's so easy. If, if he speaks with someone who does IT, they will tell you uh, how they they follow all that process to ensure all of these excuses that he has are not are not relevant. Thank you.
0: Okay, thanks, Cathy. Thanks for the question, my brother. You are picking up excuses. I'm just giving you the facts as they are. So when you have a very big system that needs to deal with millions and millions of transactions at a short space of time, it can be, uh, bring one of the biggest systems down as well. So we, uh, by the way, I'm in operations, but I uh, was in IT for a number of years. I know all of those things that you're talking about. So I, I do appreciate your, your 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 criticism and we accept all types of criticism, both, both negative and positive, but I can assure you that we did all we can on the professional level to make sure the system performs at its best. What we're saying is we're calling people, talking about voice, voting, and all those things. It's not up to us to change the law. Remember, we operate within the framework of the law. And the law currently does not allow people to vote in uh, any other way rather than coming to a voting station in person. We have, by the way, made some studies and we approached parliament and asked for an opportunity to pilot some of the innovations that we, we have. And the ICE is one of the key innovations organizations in the country but the the country is not ready so we were told that no it's not possible now so we, we don't make up the laws but i do um accept the fact that you know each and every person see things differently and you see a lot of excuses when i think i'm just putting raw facts and the truth you know for everyone to 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 to, to appreciate have
2: to in this election right
3: Hello Kathy. Hey, I've been trying this the, the, this portal, this IEC uh, portal, for, for 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 almost a week now. I'm sitting in a small town of Zastron, at the Eastern Free State. Hey, that 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 portal gives problems. Uh, it gives problems, man. Even yesterday, I was in Zastron. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't get it right. I couldn't get it out. Right there is there is too many challenges
0: there
1: yeah james the final question
0: yeah. yes mm. yes okay let me quickly deal with it uh kathy i will appreciate and all your callers giving those kind of feedbacks can i say please call 800 11 8000 and we see what is it that we can do in your area there either you can go to the local office or uh, you can we can get your details by the way and see how best we can assist we're always willing to assist everyone, and we, once again, despite the challenges that people are facing, we are encouraging you to go to the website and register yourself anytime, anyway.
1: All right. Katie. And 0811,000, it's a toll-free number? Correct. All right.
0: It is a toll-free number, and they will you know, given guidance. What happens is you have issues, you log it with them, and if they can resolve it there and there, the contact center will be able to help you. If not... They're going to refer it to us with details and then we'll see how best we can resolve the issue. Okay. We're always willing to help everyone.
1: Yeah. All right. All right. Oh eight hundred eleven thousand is the number two. Eight thousand.
0: Eleven, eight thousand. Sorry, Kathy. O eight hundred, eleven, eight thousand. Apologies.
1: No, that then that, then it's too many numbers, James. Okay, 811, 8000, James says, is the number. I'm going to have to verify that, uh, but it's time now for the latest news update. Uh, We'll continue in a moment.